You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Uh, yes, a lovely evening, beautiful evening. You know, it's, um, in Durban, the best time of the year is April and May. Uh, when the humidity is down, the temperature is not very high, and there's not much rain, although we had quite a bit of rain last night. Alhamdulillah, all this comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a father of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we need to appreciate. Alhamdulillah. And the answer is uh, none. Uh, yes, uh, Doc, you know, as uh, we know, uh, there was a big uh, request uh, from the listenership to discuss this topic and uh, the issue of having a bipolar family member. Who better than you being a family position, uh, physician? And uh, take us through, uh, you know, how people uh, get a bipolar. You know, is it, in, uh, is it a hereditary thing or is something that, uh, you know, manifests itself, uh, Doctor? Yes, uh, you know, we normally in um, we normally experience the changes in our mood uh, on a daily basis. Uh, sometimes it may take one or two or three days. We may feel a bit low, uh, but uh, we are functioning. We we carry on with our work, but we feel a bit low, and then sometimes we feel a bit high. We do a lot of things, and uh, uh, we feel very good about ourselves. Uh, and then that lasts for a few days, sometimes a week. Or, but but we are functional. This happens to, to everybody. It's normal. It's normal. So so one pole is is the euphoric feeling, the excitement, the good feeling that you have, and the other pole is uh, depression, sadness. So on one side you get a good happy feeling, and the other side you get a very sad feeling. Those are the two poles. So bipolar means that the person swings between the feeling very good, elated, and uh, excited, and then go, they go down into, a, into the dumps again with depression. And uh, this escalation between the, the, the excitability, the, the, the feeling of goodness, the euphoria, and the depression is very deep. So they get very, very excited, very, very... Uh, 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 very, uh, um, they don't go all the time. Uh, they don't sleep very much, uh, and then, then you get depression. You get right down low. They don't feel like doing anything. You can't even can't even get them out of bed, and uh, they just feel very bad. And so that's the extreme of our normal mood swings that we get. That's what bipolar is. I love how you said it, doctor. People with bipolar experiences, you know, they experience both episodes of severe depression and episodes of, you know, mania, overwhelming joy, excitement or happiness, huge energy, a reduced the need for sleep, as doctor says, and reduced inhibitions and the experience of uh, a bipolar person. You know, perhaps, uh, you know, it's easy to talk about it, but what happens when you have a bipolar member of the family impacting on the family. What happens then, Doc? Yes, uh, you know, uh, generally, uh, this, uh, the, the cause is not known, but we know that it does run in families. So a family member who has a bipolar uh, usually has somebody in, in, the, uh, in, the, in the first degree relatives, either the father, mother, brother, sisters, uncle, aunt, who, who has had bipolar. And, and uh, they can say, well, this person is very similar to uncle so-and-so, or this, this person is like his father, you know. 
And so the bipolar is, uh, in, is, is inherited. It's an inherited condition. So uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a genetic abnormality, uh, and uh, the actual cause of it is not known. Although it's, it's there, it needs a trigger to start it off, and the trigger usually is some kind of stress that starts it off. And usually it starts off in, um, in teenage life or, or young adult life, although children can get it. It's not very common, but children do get bipolar, and, and it's very hard sometimes to, to differentiate between bipolar and ADHD in children because ADHD also can make them very excitable or, or it can make them uh, feel lose, lose concentration and not pay attention. And uh, you would think that uh, they've, got a, they've got ADHD. In the meantime, they may have bipolar, you see. So uh, it's always a good idea to check them out to see what, uh, what it is. So, uh, yes, it is, it is it's a real problem in, in a family situation because people don't understand. Uh, the family, other family members may not understand what a bipolar person goes through. It's not easy for them. It's a, it's a, it's a disease. It's like having diabetes or high blood pressure. It's a condition that lasts for, for a lifetime. There is no cure for it. It, it just lasts and lasts and lasts forever. It just needs to be managed. And most most people with bipolar are not treated. They are not managed. It, it is not diagnosed. And that's a real shame because they go through life in a terrible situation and they, may, they, they make their families go through life in a terrible situation as well. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a no-win situation for both the sufferer and the family members. You know, Doctor, when I was growing up as a teenager and there was a refrain, a refrain I used to hear all the time, oh, I'm having another manic Monday. And I didn't think that manic could be uh, bipolar. And when the person said, hey, I'm having a manic Monday, so it's quite a serious Monday they were having because they, they were in a high or a very low and they didn't feel like embracing Monday. Uh, doctor, were you, I mean, are you as a doctor, I mean, you must have been quali- uh, qualified. But, uh, you know, people take terms lightly sometimes, uh, Doctor. Yes, uh, they do, and and you know you feel like that sometimes. You feel upbeat and jumpy, and <laughs> you 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 know you you you're very active. You're full of energy, and and uh, you you're full of self confidence and full of well being. And then uh, then suddenly you feel a bit a bit down, and you don't feel like doing things. And this happens to us. But with bipolar, it's extreme, absolutely extreme. Very increased activity, a lot of energy, a lot of agitation. And upbeat, jumpy, they are like they are on fire. They are they are they are full of confidence. They can do whatever they want. They feel they can do whatever they want, and then they don't need much sleep. That's another thing that is amazing. They don't they 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 sleep for about one or two hours, and they keep going, and they will clean the house, and they will iron all the clothes, and they will <laughs> clean every shelf in the house. Love. That's what happened. Uh, and they become very talkative. They'll go on talking and talking and talking and talking all the time, and talking all the time, uh, racing thoughts. They get they get uh, thoughts that flash through their mind. That would, and before they can finish that thought, another thought comes into their head, and they start talking about that thought. And before mm-hmm. that thought is finished, they're talking about something else. So it's not something that uh, it's it's very uh, it is, it's very disconcerting for people who are living with them. And, and and a lot of relationship problems arise from this because people just don't understand them. And what people, what family members say, oh, he's just like that. She is like that. 
she's like that. She's that's who that's who Salma is. That's who uh, uh, mm. Muhammad is. But they don't realize that that's not normal, uh, and that they need to be checked to see what's going on here because this is not normal. And uh, there's medications available to to flatten to flatten the peaks of the high and the, and, and to raise the, the depression so that their mood becomes more like a normal mood. Medications can do that, and of course they have to stay on medications for the rest of their life to maintain them in that in that uh, zone. Mm. You know, Doc, whilst you're talking, uh, it made me think, uh, do you have different levels of uh, bipolar, maybe stage one or stage two? And, you know, whilst, as you said, they're very talkative, what happens if you interject them? Do they, uh, uh, you know, take you on for, you know, cutting them short or things like that, Doc? Yes, they get, uh, they, they, think, they think they are normal and everybody else is abnormal. So when you tell them that, mm-hmm. look, you know what, you need a checkup, you, you need to go and get yourself checked because the things are, you know, it doesn't like, sound like your behavior is okay. They get very upset with you and they feel that there's nothing wrong with them. And that's one of the biggest problems we have. We have with uh, not only bipolar, uh, people with bipolar, but people with other psychiatric illnesses as well. They are the ones who cause all the problems in the, in, in, uh, around them. Uh, everybody falls apart around them, but they are the ones who say, no, everybody else is uh, not right. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the perfect one here. I'm okay. So the first realization for people who suffer from this is to say to themselves that, look, look around them and see, do other people behave like how they behave? And, and they say, then if they don't, then you, you have to tell yourself that, look, uh, I need to have myself checked to see what's going on. And, and you know what? We, the, the, one of the biggest gauges that we have, if you tell a normal person, tell a normal person, look, you know what? I think you need a psychiatric evaluation. Well, the first question they'll say, you think, you think there's something wrong with me? And then, and then, and then they say, no, I, we just want to make sure that you're okay. The, 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 the next thing will be, okay, no problem. I don't mind. I would like to know whether I'm okay or not. But a person who's got a psychiatric problem, and if you tell them that, they'll immediately tell you, there's nothing wrong with me. I don't need to go and see anybody. I don't need to have any tests done. I'm fine. No, I'm, I'm okay. This is, what, this is what normally happens. So the person who needs the treatment is the one that objects to the treatment. And it's a very, very difficult situation for us and for the family uh, to get this person to help, for help. So the first thing now, if people, people who suffer from this condition, you know, it's about, about between 2.5 and 3% of the population. So if you, if you, if you go to a masjid and there are 1,000 people there, Shabbat, the three of them are bipolar. Or oh, 30 of them, sorry. 30 of them will be bipolar. So if you've if you if you've got um, 500 in the masjid, 15 mm-hmm. of them are bipolar. But yeah. I can tell you that only one or two of them will be on treatment. The rest of them are not on treatment. And they are making, they're running rings around their family, making life miserable for everybody uh, without realizing that they are the problem. And yet there's medications available for them. Uh, and, uh, and 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 uh, the proper diagnosis and medication is done. Everything settles down, and the families are happy. Everything comes back to normal, and it's a wonderful thing to see when that happens. Yes, uh, Doc. You know, really fascinating. And you know, the way you bring it and uh, talk to the people at the you know grassroots level or the layman level, and I'm uh, very intrigued of uh, the way you are delivering uh, the messages this afternoon or this evening. And you know, Doc, when you look at uh, triggering factors. What triggers uh, these people that suffer from bipolar? You know, what are certain things that you say that will, hey, will ignite them and then you had it 
the inferno is on, or sh- and certain things that you should be avoiding telling them. Uh, talk to us uh, through that, uh, Doc. All right, uh, Doc, are you there? It seems like uh, we've uh, lost our doctor there, and uh, Lucala will try and uh, raise him again. Yes, uh, a very serious uh, condition indeed. And, you know, when you look at people that have uh, bipolar, people with bipolar experience uh, both episodes of, uh, as doctor said, severe depression and episodes of mania, uh, overwhelming joy, excitement or happiness, huge energy, a reduced uh, need for sleep and uh, reduced inhibitions. And the experience of our bipolar people is a uniquely personal thing. But as uh, Dr. Faru Kapiji was saying, it is uh, such a condition that can impact on all the whole family because of this individual. And you tell them, okay, you know, perhaps go get yourself evaluated. Perhaps you need to go to a doctor for evaluation and, you know, check yourself or a psychiatrist will check you out. And they are adamant, no, 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 there's nothing wrong with me. I'm perfect, uh, you know, I don't need to go for uh, this treatment. And as uh, Dr. Faru Kapiji said, in a crowd of about 500 people, you'll find 50 who will have this problem. And, you know, so you can uh, see how it goes, about 10% of the population in that area, wherever you are, they will have uh, this uh, problem of being bipolar. And as he said, uh, bipolar people make... uh, the environment or the people around them feel absolutely miserable or sometimes are overbearing. And as I said, they go on talking and talking and talking. And it's a, you know, it's not a dialogue. It becomes a monologue. So, and they abnormally upbeat, jumpy or wired to such an extent, you know, just going on and highly charged, increased activity, energy of agitation people, and also exaggerate sense of well-being and self-confidence and uh, well, and the most important thing, Doc said, that, that they are uh, the decrease for sleep. Uh, Dr. Faru Kapiji, are you back? Oh, uh, yes. Alhamdulillah. Okay, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know, Alhamdulillah, good to have you back uh, because hey, sometimes there was technology. Uh, the pro- uh, question I posed was, uh, what triggers them on? You know, something that uh, we do that triggers uh, bipolar people. What is the, the, the triggering factors, uh, Doctor? Uh, this cycle of uh, bipolar, this bi- 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 bipolar cycles, uh, are different in different people. Uh, once, once it's once it's triggered and it starts off, so it usually it's triggered in teenagers and early adult life. Once it's triggered, it's there forever. Uh, and sometimes it's not triggered in uh, in teenage life and early adult, and sometimes it's triggered when the person is about thirty, forty years old, uh, or fifty years old. Uh, because that's when the stressor, whatever stress they went through, has triggered it off. Usually, it's a it's a stress stressful situation that triggers it off. And once it's triggered, of course, it's uh, it, it, it's there forever. So the cycles that that go through you, you know, you you can have, uh, you know, some some people have 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 a cycle every week. That means they go down for a week and they go up for a week. Uh, some people go down for a, for a, for about a week or two. Uh, then they go down again for a week or two, and then they may not have it for two or three months. And in between those two or three months when they don't have it, they're perfectly normal, absolutely normal. Then then they get the episode again. And, uh, yes, some people used to say before that when the moon changes, the mood changes. When the moon changes, the mood mm. changes. 
So that, that you know, the, the older people, you may have heard that sometimes, yeah. uh, because they didn't understand this condition. Um, but these are normal people, basically normal people, except that they, they have chemical changes in their brain, their own chemicals, which are not working as effectively as they should. And, and of course, uh, the bad one, the bad one is, is, is what they call, according to the DSM-5 DSM classification, uh, the bad one is, uh, is, is one that really goes, when they go, when they go high, they go really high. And uh, uh, they uh, they become invincible. They, they commit crimes. They go on a shopping spree. You can't stop them. They buy everything that they don't need, and uh, they will do everything at a very high level. They don't sleep at all. Uh, and that's a manic phase of this condition. And the depression phase, of course, is they go they go to bed and they they, they don't they don't do anything. They just, they just don't, don't want to be disturbed. Uh, they put a blanket over their heads and they sleep, and of course they become they can become suicidal. Uh, that's a very bad type of bipolar, uh, and that's classified as bipolar one. Uh, bipolar two is a much you know it's much much dented, uh, so the, the the elation, the euphoria, uh, and the feeling of well-being is not as high as the first one. It is there, but it's not uh, it's not high enough. But it still disrupts their life. It still disrupts their life, and that's the that's the thing that requires that's that's what we use as a guide to see that this person needs treatment. If it's affecting their functionality, that's when it creates. Uh, that's when we realize that we need to do something about this this person because they cannot function normally. Then there's another another type that's that, that's a that's a second type of bipolar where it, it's blunted. It's not as bad as the first one, uh, but you still notice it. People in the family will notice it. They'll say, you know what, what's wrong with it? They say, did you have some beans for breakfast? Or did you eat some beans? Or did you, why are you so jumpy? Why are you so mm. excitable? Why are you so uneasy and restless, you know? And then it goes on and after a week or so, the person is down again, quiet. And say, what's wrong with you? You are now, you're not feeling well. Uh, and so the family gets used to these. They get used to these mood changes in the person. And of course, they, they say, oh, it's, 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 he, he has this all the time. Uh, but they don't realize that this is a treatable condition. It's a really treatable condition. And uh, people who have this condition, oh, they are the only ones who know what they are going through because it's not a pleasant thing for them. And of course, uh, they don't want to do all the things that they do, but they can't help it at that time whilst, whilst, whilst they're going through that. Then, you know, the, the, these are cycles of, of, of a week, 10 days sometimes, but then you get another cycle that takes place for a long, long period of time, and that's about about two years when they when they feel very, very sad and very depressed, and they have they have um, periods of uh, elation, periods of where uh, where, the, where the symptoms make them feel excited and they feel very good about themselves, but they go back into depression uh, and they stay in depression for a long period of time, uh, and that, that's another part of bipolar, but the, here, in this phase, the depression part is more significant than the excitable part. So it's called cyclic dystymic. means it's a long-term depression type thing. Although they get periods when they feel elated and they feel very excited and they, they have less sleep uh, and, and they start uh, doing, uh, they start getting uh, very irritable uh, and make life uh, miserable for people around them uh, for that period of time. Then, then they settle down again into depression. Uh, 
Uh, and then, you know, these uh, people with bipolar are typical candidates for drugs. Uh, a lot of them start taking drugs because they realize that the drug calms them down and makes them feel a bit better. Uh, and uh, mm. because they are not on medication, medications will do the same, but medications don't are not addictive. And you can take them for life. And uh, they do have side effects. Everything has side effects. But the side effects are controllable of the medication. Whereas if they go on to drugs, you're creating another problem, creating a problem of dependency, where now they have to now they have to deal with a bipolar and they have to deal with the with the addiction, with the dependency on the drug. So, good idea for them not to go on to this. And if, if this condition is, uh, is diagnosed very early, you can prevent them from actually going on to the drugs. Uh, drugs makes them feel very good uh, because it stabilizes the mood, and that's what they want. That's what they need. Uh, they need mood stabilizing. And that's mm-hmm. the treatment that we use. We use medications that stabilizes the mood and makes it a bit more even uh, for, for them. And, and, of course, these medications need uh, dosage changes to, uh, to, to, uh, to get it correctly, um, uh, to, to get it under control correctly. Absolutely brilliant, uh, Dr. Faro Kapiji. Uh, listeners, remember, we are, this is an interactive program. Uh, you are most welcome to send in your questions on uh, 0847863132, 0847863132. Time for us to go for a break, and inshallah, we will continue after that. You are listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Uh, yes, well, you know, um, uh, you know, anybody can get bipolar. Uh, but, um, but uh, you know, we need to be aware of uh, the symptoms of bipolar. And, in fact, the person who has it doesn't realize that they've got something wrong with them. And that's a major problem for, for everyone, for the family and for, for medical practitioners as well. Uh, they feel that they're okay. There's nothing wrong with them. Uh, they're just feeling very good, and that's why they drink all the things that they drink. Uh, but uh, uh, the family will notice that, you know, this person is having ups and downs. The ups and downs is the thing that families need to look out for. People who feel, people who have members in the family who feel very, very good and then start feeling very, very bad, very sad, and, and they, they don't want to be disturbed, they go to bed, uh, they, don't want to, uh, they don't want to do anything. It, 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 it really causes severe sadness in them. And then, of course, they're on their own, they just start getting better and they start doing things again. And they're full of confidence, and they start talking, talkative, very talkative, and they start uh, becoming very excitable. And then there's something wrong. Uh, so the family needs to really attend to this and 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 and, 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 and sort it out. You know, being a school teacher, this uh, this person can actually make out children in the class that may present with this kind of condition as well, and it, and advise their parents to have the child checked because they may notice that one week. The child is full of excitement and doing all the work, homework, more than the homework, more than the project. And then the next week is flat, not, not bringing the projects, not finishing the projects, not doing the homework. Uh, and the, the teachers are in a very good position to judge that, uh, especially in teenagers, uh, because that's when it really starts. So, uh, you know, teachers can play a major role in trying to help to diagnose this condition. Another question here. Arshad Day says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, lovely content coming through this evening. I'm uh, very concerned uh, because I do have uh, uh, big children and uh, they are at, uh, at, at, at an age where they can get married. My question to Dr. Farooq Kapiji is, can a bipolar person maintain a marriage? Wow, Doc. What's your view? 
Yes, that's a very uh, difficult situation, that, because, as I said earlier, they make uh, the life of the families miserable uh, because uh, they disrupt the whole thing. They, uh, you know, it's not only, uh, it's not only uh, their behavior. Uh, they can go on a buying spree and overbuy and maximize their credit card and buy more than they can afford, uh, or they may make, go into an investment uh, which they, can, they know they just cannot maintain, uh, and uh, maybe a wrong investment. They may go and buy a car that which they don't need. Uh, they can do all these things which we regard as silly things, but in fact they do it very, very consciously, and uh, they can get the family into severe debt, and and uh, they can they can cause major problems in the house because uh, they are highly excitable. Uh, they. Uh, they, they, they move from one subject to another, doing one thing in the house to doing another thing in the house. They're very, very, uh, very difficult for them uh, to complete a, a project. A complete, they, be, they become distracted very easily. Uh, uh, it's very difficult to talk to them uh, because they are, their, their thoughts are racing. So while you are discussing one topic, they are talking about another topic because in their mind, now, they've now got another topic. So, so you haven't finished what you are going to say, but they are now talking about some other topic completely different. So it's quite difficult to have a conversation, a, a, a decent conversation with, 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 this, type, with this type of people. And, uh, uh, but again, I say if, if there is a marriage situation, it's not the end of the world. In a marriage situation, the main thing is that the person must recognize that there is something wrong with them. And as I said earlier, the problem is that these people who have bipolar, they are in denial. They don't think there's anything wrong with them. They get them for medical assistance. Or you suspect bipolar, or she is bipolar. Please go and get them checked. Go and get them checked, and and and, and somehow they get a course to bring and give themselves And uh, if the diagnosis is made, they can go on to medication. And you'll see within two or three months, you'll see a something like everything should settle down. But nice, normally we continue to need these medications all the time to keep the chemicals in the brain balanced until uh, uh, so that so that they can function correctly. Uh, that makes a very big difference to relationships in the house, relationships with wives and husbands, relationships with children, and also relationships with friends. Uh, otherwise, otherwise, the whole thing breaks down. So, treatment is available and it can be very easily administered without any problems. Yes, uh, Dr. Alhamdulillah, very comprehensive there indeed. Uh, you know, medication, expensive, you know, how affordable is it for the, those that are suffering from this, uh, uh, you know, uh, bipolar, uh, Doc? Yes, uh, it, medicines are expensive. These medica medications are ex expensive. Uh, they are generics available, but the generics themselves are, are also expensive. So... It's a good idea if you have the state hospital provides these medications. Uh, so uh, if you cannot afford it, then you can go to a state hospital and get a letter from the psychiatrist to, to prove the diagnosis. And the, the, the state hospital will, 
will provide the medication free of charge every month all the time so the so there's no reason why you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't be on medication um it's these uh, not all the medications are available in the in the hosp- in the private sector in the public sector uh, but the med- the common medicines that we use uh, are available and uh, uh, they can save people a lot of money financially Shafiq says, "Assalamu alaikum. What a lovely topic. It is a topic that had to be discussed. And thank you for bringing on Dr. Farooq Hafizhi Shafaat. He says, I want to know how prone to jealousy are, are the, the people that you're talking about. Okay, we're talking about, uh, uh, you know, bipolar people, uh, Shafiq. And he says, how pr- uh, prone to jealousy are they? And can they really affect people? Or are they capable of uh, killing because of jealousy? Uh, very uh, deep question there, Doc. Yes, unfortunately, jealousy doesn't form part of the, the symptoms of, uh, of bipolar. Uh, in fact, they just couldn't be bothered because they have, they've got so many things on their mind uh, that they're going from one thing to another. Uh, and uh, uh, jealousy is more like a paranoia. Uh, you, you, get, you get paranoid about uh, people, about you get you, you feel people are against you and people are are, are, are talking about you and, and uh, jealousy forms in that category where you start looking at other people and you you want to be like them uh, and uh, not a good trait to have but I don't think it's part of uh, bipolar I think bipolar will, will people with bipolar will bypass that completely. Uh, they, they, will, they will not even look at that because they are so interested in themselves. Uh, they are so full of confidence in themselves. Uh, they think they can, they can rule the world uh, when, they are, when they are on a high. Uh, they don't sleep very much, as I said. They, you know, they become restless, and they don't care about what's going on around them. Uh, Hasina says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, Dr. Farooq Abhiji, he's top. I listen to him on all radio stations. Uh, yes, I agree with you, Hasina. She said, uh, how do we make our bipolar people on uh, multimedia and all the other platforms? Are they uh, voracious uh, keyboard warriors? Another good question coming through. Can you make them out whilst, you know, people on the Facebook, the Instagram, or they're Zooming and, the, uh, you know, they're Skyping? Can you make out that the individual that I'm talking, talking to is a, bi- a bipolar person, uh, doctor? Yes, uh, you, you, yes, you can. In, uh, if, you, if, you are, if you're following them, uh, you can. Because what will happen is that when they're on a high, when they're on a manic phase, uh, you'll find that they will, just like how they become talkative during that phase, they will become talkative on social media. So you'll get a lot of posts from them. You, you'll get so fed up. They'll post they'll, every minute, every two minutes, you'll get a post from them. And then, and, and, and we keep going the whole day. And then there'll be, a, there'll be a period where after about a week or 10 days, everything will go quiet. Everything will go quiet. You won't hear from them. Nothing. And then again, uh, a week or two later, uh, or a, a month later, the whole thing starts again. You'll get a whole lot of uh, a, a barrage of, uh, of social media posts, uh, and then they'll carry on for a, for, a, for a week or so. And then again, nothing. So you see, that's the bipolar. That's how one of the ways you can make out. Mm. So they're on and off, like, hey, all high yes. and low. Uh, Apa for you yeah. says, Assalamu alaikum, I'm enjoying the program. 
I want to know, are bipolar people manipulative? Uh, do they manipulate people? And do they play with our emotions? Well, our yes. Yes, doctors, very much so. Very much so. They become very emotional, and they and they will make our may, they will make you feel that you are the abnormal one, and that's the tragedy of this thing in the family and in a husband wife situation. Uh, they will make they will say you are lazy. Look at me, I hardly sleep. Look at the things I'm doing. I finish all the ironing, and if you had more ironing, I'll do the neighbor's ironing too. And and uh, I, let's go shopping. And they'll go shopping. And they'll go from one shop to another. And you can't stop them because they'll go and go and go and go. And and you tell them, look, you know, we don't need to go to all the shops. No, you're just lazy, man. Come on, let's go. What's wrong with you? You, you know, let's go and do this thing. So they put the blame on the person who's normal. And uh, and they make they can make the person who is normal feel very bad. Make them lose it. They start confidence. It can make them feel depressed as well and make them feel very anxious because they're not sure about what's going to happen next. So the person who is around them, closest person, the husband or wife or mother or father, they are the ones who go through agony uh, with the person with bipolar. And that's why it's in their interest. Uh, we often find that a bipolar person won't be on medication, but everybody around them is on medication. That, that sometimes happens. You find that the mother is on, on antidepressants and the wife is on, 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 on something for anxiety and she's depressed and uh, people, everything's falling apart. But this guy who's got the bipolar, he's fine. He's not taking any medication and he's going on and he's telling me, you know what, I've got all mad people around me. And, and yet, uh, uh, and, and that's the expression they use. And we tell them, you know what? Just take it easy. Just think about your behavior. Is your behavior impacting on the behavior of your mother and father and your husband, your husband or your wife? Uh, think about it and 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 see whether uh, it is creating a problem because it may be creating a problem, and that's why they are not they are getting emotionally upset. So we talk to them like that to try and make them go to a, a psychiatrist to try and get proper assessment done so that we can put them on treatment. Uh, Yes, it, 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 it disrupts family lives very badly, and people around them can go through all kinds of emotions, and, and it's not easy for them. Yes, sir, Doc, you know, whilst you're talking, and, uh, you know, you're, mashallah, Allah's gifted you. You're bringing it so graphic. I can see them going shop to shop or doing this and that. Uh, perhaps uh, are they confrontational, you know, bipolar people while they're standing in, in a queue? Uh, do they look for trouble, uh, Doctor? Yes, in the hype in the hypermanic phase, that is the manic phase. See, hypomanic is mildly manic. The hypermanic is very, very manic. They can commit crimes. They can shoot you. They can kill you. You can, yeah, they're very dangerous. They need to be admitted. We admit them very, very, because you can't manage them outside. You, they become unpredictable. Yeah, they can't, you can't hold them. You can't hold them down. Uh, you, you, they, become, they become dangerous. Uh, so we, we usually hospitalize them, sedate them, try and get them mood down uh, and uh, try and stabilize them before they come out of hospital. Uh, they can be very dangerous, mm. yes. You know, Doc, uh, it's like frightening what I'm hearing because, uh, as you said, you have to sedate them, you have to admit them. And if they perhaps go really out of control, if medication is not working, then they're admitted to, a, to an asylum doctor? 
Uh, no, we we have men, we have uh, mental health hospitals, uh, and now uh, before this we used to admit them into normal hospitals. But normal hospital staff cannot uh, cope with with managing psychiatric patients. Uh, they have the nurses have to have special training to to manage psychiatric patients. Not all nurses can do that, uh, and and so these now. So what has happened in the last? 20 years, 25 years or so, we have, we've had hospitals developed specifically for mental health people. And here, the staff here have been trained in mental health. So we, we, get, we get trained staff looking after people with these problems. Uh, and uh, so it's easier for the staff and easier for the hospital to maintain them uh, and, and to manage them. So it's not an asylum. These days, very, very few people go, go into asylums. Most of the people are now treated uh, with, with medication, and they can go home. Uh, before, every patient with schizophrenia, for example, uh, we, we used to admit them into hospital, and they used to stay there forever with schizophrenia. Now the medication for schizophrenia is so good that we can put them on medication, and as long as they take the medication on a daily basis, they can, they can lead near-normal lives with their families. And uh, uh, it's, it's remarkable to see the change that has occurred in the last 40, 50 years uh, with the treatment of mental illness. Uh, and, and so the institutions are not packed with people, with patients. It's, 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 very, it's not very common to, uh, to put a person into a, into a mental, mental institution uh, these days. Well, I'm amazed at the questions that are coming through this evening. B. Uh, Joseph says, Assalamu alaikum. Keep it up, chaps, and Jazakallah uh, Khaira, Dr. Faru Kapiji. You are also brilliant. He says, uh, this is a common sign of bipolar disorders. I want to know how men and women who present with these conditions, how do they behave? Is it more severe in women than men? Uh, doctor, a very good question. Okay, it seems like, uh, well, we lost our doctor again, and uh, that's uh, Lukalo is trying to raise uh, Dr. Faru Kapiji again. Good questions coming through. As I said, uh, really enjoying your input uh, as our listeners are really making it out, vibey, vibey show. And as he said, you know, they have to go to special, uh, your medication has to be taken, the levels have to be monitored, and uh, sometimes it can be so severe, they can uh, well, get very violent, start robbing people, even at a certain uh, stages, uh, even, uh, you know, commit murder and, or, or commit suicide. So you definitely if you find people that are presenting with these conditions, we need, we need to uh, take it seriously. Uh, Doc, are you back? Okay. Doc, uh, Dr. Faru Kaviji, are you there? Okay, I can hear some rumbling in the background, uh, but uh, Carlo will try and get our doctor back. As soon as he's back, uh, we will pose that question to him. Well, you know, a bi- remember that our bipolar people, they are smart. Are they smart? They are very smart. The test. You know, they have tested and they, they included, uh, they, they, they had questioned this and they diagnosed a bipolar disorder. It was found that individuals who scored in the top 10% of uh, manic features had a childhood IQ almost 10 points higher than those who scored in the bottom 10%. So generally, those uh, that suffer from this condition are those uh, that are at, uh, with a very high IQ level. And as uh, you get into conversation with them, Make sure you don't get confrontational. Don't go take them, uh, you know, head on. Perhaps, you know, time to just pull back and 
let it be, let it be. Don't look for trouble, but uh, try and convince the person that uh, you know what you, you need to go for a medical checkup. And if they say, oh no, you need to go to the camp, let's go together and go together for medical checkup. And as uh, Dr. Faru Kapiji said, it's quite the uh, to buy the medication is very expensive. If you can't afford it, get yourself uh, checked up at a uh, at, at the GP or any doctor will give you a letter of recommendation. You can go to your local government or, or hospital, and they will actually administer the medication for free. So, alhamdulillah, there are many ways of uh, making sure that you find a person suffering for that. Or perhaps if you're doing a self-evaluation this evening, say, hey, after I get checked up, go check your doctor out. you have tell you everything. And, you know, alhamdulillah, as I said, the individual can make it better for family members, can make it better for society. And maybe for themselves also by admitting, you know, that I do have a problem and I do need to check it up. Uh, Dr. Faru Kapiji, are you there? Okay. Uh, okay, Lukalo, I don't think we do have a, a Dr. Faru Kapiji. Well, uh, going on, and can bipolar go away? Although the symptoms uh, come and go, bipolar disorder usually requires a lifetime treatment and does not go away, people. It does not go away on its own. Bipolar disorder can be an important factor, and as he said, can be an important factor in suicide, job loss, and family discord. But proper treatment, inshallah, will lead to to better treatment and the person becoming better. Common signs of a bipolar or disorder in men: frequent, as Dr. Faru Katiji said, frequent manic episodes. Women are more likely to experience a depressive episodes with their bipolar episodes and greater aggression when it's uh, when a man is in the middle of an episode he faces an increased uh, chance of showing greater aggression uh, road, road rage and you know violence and you know sometimes all these things what it leads to the person is you know yeah loses their life because of getting into this violence and uh, reaction from other people and you know uh, Dr. Falk uh, Hafiji said when it comes to this, uh, to this type of uh, condition, we have to be careful because uh, it really is a, uh, in most societies, it's quite uh, prevalent. And, uh, well, you know, look, hello, perhaps, uh, yeah, we have about two or three minutes to go. Uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll just round up about uh, bipolar. Perhaps a uh, doc's uh, line was cracking up uh, now and then, but uh, I tell you, he really had given us a very good uh, uh, prognosis and diagnosis of uh, being bipolar. Can bipolar be treated without uh, medication? That's a good question. Lifestyle, lifestyle changes, counseling, cognitive uh, behavioral therapy, CBT, and a range of lifestyle changes can help people with bipolar disorder to manage the symptoms and improve their overall quality of life. And that is very important. And how do I know if I have bipolar 1 or bipolar 2? Well, the main difference between bipolar 1 and bipolar 2 disorders lies in the severity of the manic episodes caused by each type. A person with bipolar 1 will experience a full manic episode, while a person with a bipolar 2 will experience only a hypomanic episode, a period that's less severe than a full manic episode. Well, that's uh, what it is all about. And uh, maybe... You're thinking aloud here. I'm thinking aloud. Does bipolar get worse as you get older? Hmm? Yeah. 
Well, bipolar may worsen with age or over time if this condition is left untreated people. As time goes on, a person may experience episodes that are more severe, more frequent than when symptoms were first appeared. Well, can people with bipolar go to work? Well, there are many, many challenges related to having a bipolar disorder and keeping a job. However, experts say that work can actually be quite helpful to people with bipolar disorder. Work can give uh, people a sense of structure, reduce depression, increase confidence, and this may help to enhance the overall mood and empower you and empower the person. Well, I tell you, that was a fascinating topic. Hope and pray that you all got your answers that you needed. Dr. Farooq Hafiji, unfortunately, the line went down, but he had uh, done uh, most of the work. And to all of you that sent in questions, a big jazakallah khair to you, you and you. And alhamdulillah, make special to us for those uh, that are not well, those that uh, suffer from this condition. We should have empathy, we should have sympathy, and make dua for the ummah. And alhamdulillah, the good news is uh, that uh, Dr. Farooq Hafiji will be with us uh, for the next uh, four weeks in Ramadan. Uh, I think we'll be having a medical show on a Saturday. I'm not uh, sure of the time, but uh, inshallah, the four Ramadan, uh, four Saturdays in Ramadan, we will have Dr. Farooq Kaviji taking all your questions. So inshallah, stay tuned for that. Time uh, for us to, to go for the Isha Azan. And inshallah, when we get back, pertinence uh, punctuated will be joining us. Let's go for the Isha Azan.